Hey guys, and welcome back to the Call to Lead podcast. Today's episode is essentially going to be your leadership toolkit. It's going to be the belt that you're going to wrap around your waist as you grow your team and build your network marketing business as a leader, no matter how big or how small the size of your team is, because it starts with you. And so I'm going to be sharing an acronym for lead and then tacking on the ER. (laughs) You'll see when we get to it, but it's going to be your leadership toolkit. And this is something that I just have experienced not only brings you growth in your business, but it also helps you to do your business the right way. So let's get into today's episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple, duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, guys, I'm so excited for today's episode, and I'm actually going to take this from a training that I recently did from for one of my amazing leaders, Colleen. She had an awesome leadership retreat, and she asked me to just speak to the gals that were there from a place of knowing that they're they're all in different paths and all in different places in their business. And she wanted it to be tied to a deeper and bigger purpose in their business. And so I thought about it. I prayed about it. And what I came up with was an acronym because like Colleen, she and I both love a good acronym just to help you be able to simply remember these things and to make it easier to just share what I know to be the things that help you to build your business. So Today, the acronym that I'm going to use is the word LEAD, because if you listened to last week's episode where I talked about shifting the podcast into the Call to Lead podcast, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into what does it mean to look like to lead and what are the foundations of how you can lead well in your business. And so I'm going to share again these four nuggets of wisdom, and then one of them actually has like two additional little letters. So Anyway, well, I'll tell you about that when we get there, but (laughs) let's start with the first one. So the first letter in LEAD is L, and that stands for listen for inspiration and take action by choosing faith over fear. So listen for inspiration, take action by choosing faith over fear. So again, for those of you guys who are followers of Christ like me, you kind of know what it feels like to trust that little whisper of the Holy Spirit, right? I know you've felt it before, and I know you know what it feels like for when you take action on that little bit of inspiration, how not only do you often get results for whatever it is that you're trying to do, but you also get the fulfillment, the joy, and all the other fruits of the Spirit that come from following after Him. Because I believe in this business that we are given every single idea every single name, every single content piece, every single Hello Podcast episode, every single bit of this is given to us from what I believe is the Lord 
And it's just up to us to be able to recognize and be quiet enough and still enough, right? And not so dang busy in our lives to be able to hear and recognize that inspiration or idea and to not lean into what our crazy mind and the enemy wants us to believe, which is it's scary. A lot of these things that we are called to do, or a lot of these things, these ideas, they're a little bit scary. And so it's natural for us to lean into that fear. But instead, as a leader, I'm going to invite you to choose faith over fear. And y'all, this looks different for everybody. Like just recently, I was hearing about a leader who was hesitant to fly out to our company's leadership summit because she's afraid of flying. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I get it. I'm terrified of spiders. And there are, you know, certain fears that just like hit us to our core, right? And I can understand where a fear of flying might be something that's a little scary. But what do we ask our team to do in network marketing every day? We ask them to overcome their fears. We ask them to go live, to post that picture, to learn out loud, to just talk about their business, right? And these are all very, very scary things for a lot of people that a lot of us have had to overcome ourselves. And we've been on the other side of that. And when you do those hard things, you you get that that joy and excitement. I think I've shared this as an example on the podcast before, but it's kind of like when we take our kids to an amusement park and like they're terrified to go down that big roller coaster or that big water slide. I can remember my nine-year-old being terrified the first time we went to Great Wolf Lodge to go up this big water slide, right? But the minute that she went down that slide, what did she say? She wanted to do it again. <laughs> and that's exactly what leaning into our fears and coming out on the other side looks like. Now, that's not always the case. Sometimes you might, like I went on a roller coaster at Disneyland one time and, you know, chose faith over fear and nope, won't be doing that again. And so that might be you and that's okay too. <laughs> but you never know unless you take that action and you choose faith over fear. So the first L is listen for inspiration, take action on it. And then lastly, be grateful for whatever that result is. Because again, you might ride that roller coaster and be terrified and be like, yep, nope, never again, right? But you learn that lesson. And there might be somebody else that absolutely, actually a lot of other people that love that roller coaster. But you also might take that roller coaster ride or go down that water slide or choose that that big fear, you know, fear buster, like hop on that plane and head to your company's leadership summit. <laughs> and you might feel so proud of yourself over the back end of it that you're going to want to do something like that again and again and again and again. And that's how we grow, not just in our faith, but also in our business. So listen for inspiration, take action by choosing faith over fear and be grateful for whatever the result of that is because there are lessons learned. So that's the first letter of the LEAD acronym. The second letter is something else that I think I've talked about on this podcast before. If not, totally needs to be talked about. And that is embracing your pace and also embracing your team's pace. So embrace your pace for short. And what I mean by pace is there are three different, well, I thought there were three different ways to do this business model of network marketing, and that's walking, jogging, or running. And essentially, it's the same marathon any way you look at it, right? Like from the minute we join, we all join to the top rank in the company or, you know, yeah, there's really no end, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint, but we're all doing it together. And some of us might have been running 5Ks and 10Ks and stuff before we joined the company. So we've got some practice in. Others might not be able to run a mile without walking. And honestly, that would be me. If I were to go out and try to run a mile right now, I, I couldn't, I'd be walking quite a bit. 
And on top of that, we have different priorities in our life. There's only so much time that we can allocate to training for a marathon or to building your business. And so all of those facets factor into your pace, which again, you've heard me probably talk about, especially if you're on my team and in my company, walking, jogging, and running, and knowing that whatever pace you are in at that moment is okay. But I want to introduce to you today, this was a huge inspiration I've had in the last month or so, that I think there's a fourth option. And that option is based in Isaiah 40, 31. And so I'm reading from the New International Version. And it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Whoa. Okay. So not only does that talk about walking and running and obviously jogging somewhere in between, but there is a fourth option in there that I had not thought about, though I have experienced it and I have seen it in others. You may have even seen it in your business. And that is soaring. And the way to do that is to be on wings like eagle by the first part of the verse, which is hope in the Lord to renew your strength. And Whoa. When I saw that, I was like, all right, because <laughs> I have definitely felt called to run my business at different paces throughout my journey. I probably started as a jogger because I had my traditional business. I had a boutique for over 15 years. I, when I sold my business, I bumped it up to the pace of a runner and I ran for two years and really, you know, kind of helped take my business to almost the highest level in the company and definitely to six figures and beyond. And my team sells, you know, seven plus figures a month. And I definitely did that by running for that season. But I would say last summer, I felt called to dial back that pace to kind of like walk and jog, like depending on the month, depending on what was going. And lately, especially with this podcast and this pivot and the shift into the called to lead concept, I had felt to kind of step it back up again, but I'm like, oh Lord, I can't do this on my own. And that's when this verse hit me. And I realized that there is a fourth option, which is to soar because there's two ways to get to the top in this business, if that's even your goal. And if it's not, that's totally okay. But probably if you're listening to this, it might be. And there's two ways to do it. You can do it on your own might. You can do it by, you know, making it happen, forcing it, you know, setting those goals and like pushing for that rank or that car or that, you know, paycheck or whatever it is. And you can make it happen on your own. But let me tell you this, when you get there, it's going to feel empty. It's going to feel like exhausting. You're going to feel burned out. You're going to have to start over again and you're going to have to do it again. And you're, you're not going to be able to have that energy to sustain you. Whereas if you go the other route, the other way to get to the top of this business is to run the race side by side with the Lord. I'm telling you, it, it's like a different race. You have that energy. Like Proverbs 4.12 says, when you walk, your steps will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. And to me, that has been my experience in those seasons where I was running. I was doing it not just on my own effort. I was running based off of that, that wisdom and inspiration, going back to that letter L, right? And I might not have gotten it right every time. I might have like taken a little bit of a path here and there. And we'll talk more about that in future episodes as well. But essentially, I know you've seen this too, where people in your company have, they've either done it themselves and they've gotten there, but a lot of times they slip backwards. or they kind of have this result that you're like, this doesn't even make sense. How, how does she make this look so easy? Well, a lot of times it's because they're choosing that fourth option. They are soaring on the wings like eagles, and they are looking to the Lord to renew that strength as they go. So that E stands for embrace 
your pace, meaning you have to be okay as a leader, knowing that there are going to be different seasons in your life. You're going to have a baby. You might have a death in the family. You, you know, again, might have to maybe go back to working a job, right? Like whatever that looks like for you, you're going to have these different seasons. And not only should you be okay with your team having different paces and listen, I will take an army of walkers any day over even just a few runners, because that is where the community happens. That's where you're helping a lot of people win. And we need to embrace the pace of others, but also have that grace and embrace the pace for yourself as well. So that's the E in the LEAD acronym. So next up is the A, and that stands for Ask Great Questions. And this also goes for your team, but it goes for yourself as well. So I'm going to share three questions that you can ask yourself and that you should be asking your leaders, you should be asking your team. And it's definitely something that that can that can kind of help you figure out where you are in your business. So first of all, if you are a believer, how much time are you spending with the Lord? How much time are you spending with him? Are you making that priority? Actually, right before I sat down to record these couple podcast episodes that I was batching out today, I realized I had not taken the time to dig in the word. And I was like, oh, goodness, <laughs> if I want him to give me those words, it's not like I'm not saying that it's like a piggy bank where you put something in and get something out of it. But if I truly wanted to come from a place of just letting the words come to me and letting the words flow, I knew I had to get into the word. And so I did. It, it didn't take a lot of time. And it allows me to start from that foundation of, again, choosing faith over fear. So one question to ask yourself is how much time are you spending in the word? How much time are you spending seeking the Lord's wisdom. And one of my favorite ways to do this, if you're like, I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even have a Bible. I can link my favorite Bible in the show notes for you guys. But where I would typically start, if you haven't ever really read the Bible, because y'all, that was me 12 years ago. I did not really have a Bible. I definitely didn't read the Bible and I had no idea where to start. And where I would start if you are a beginner in your faith or you maybe you aren't even, you know, a Christian, you're just kind of like, why am I even still listening to this chick still talking about this? And if that's you, I would start with James. James is my favorite book of the Bible. James was the brother of Jesus. So he learned a thing or two. And Jesus, you guys, like he's a historical, factual person that even people in the secular world believe like existed. And so if you want to know about what he had to say in the life that he lived, I think going to his brother, his half brother, and the book of James is a great place to start. And it's a short, it's like five, you know, five chapters and it's pure straight up gold. But if you are like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, James, I love it. I need, you know, some fresh perspective to feel inspired in my business. My second favorite book is the book of Proverbs because there are 31, well, for many reasons, but one of the reasons is there's 31 different chapters in Proverbs and there's 30 or 31 days in the month. And you can read one per day, even over and over again. And if it's a month like the month that I'm recording this is in September and there's 30 days, I recommend you doubling up and don't skip Proverbs 31 because that is honestly, you guys, like that's my mission is to be that Proverbs 31 woman. She's a tough woman to emulate, but there's lots to learn from her. So if you read one verse of Proverbs every day, you're going to have every bit of business wisdom that will look familiar to you because it's a lot of the things that you're going to hear from the secular world of personal development that is coming from a place of inspiration from one of the wisest and richest men who's ever lived on this earth, and that's King Solomon. And so definitely check out Proverbs if you need to know where to start. So a second question to ask yourself and your team is, are you feeling like you need a break 
Like, are you feeling like, okay, I got to step back from this, whether that's social media or whether that's your business as a whole. If you're feeling like you need a break, I want you to ask yourself, is it burnout? Like, are you feeling like overwhelmed? Maybe because you did push yourself too far. Maybe you didn't embrace the pace you needed in the season of your life. Or is it the Lord's timing? And is it the Lord's, you know, kind of inspiration? Are you going back to that letter L and you're listening for inspiration and taking action? And if it's the former, you need a, you need to integrate rest into your systems. You need to take a break <laughs> and give yourself some time. If it's from him, you have to, again, embrace that pace and realize that that is for a purpose and for a reason. And likely it's for a season in your life and your business. But you never know unless you ask that question and you'll you'll know. So another book that I love and another story, one of my favorite stories of the Bible to kind of know and get inspired by the timing that the Lord has for you in your life is the book of Esther. So just read that whole book, that whole story. It's so good, you guys. It's a really, really good one. So that's another great question to ask you is, is the reason you're feeling you need a break? Is it burnout or is it the Lord asking you to take a step back with your pace? And then finally, another good question is, what is your foundation? What are your priorities? Because it's so easy to get sucked into, you know, the rat race or the hustle and to leave the other facets that we started this business to serve, which would be our family, right? Or maybe it's, you know, you, like I actually have one of my amazing artists that started her business to serve her nonprofit. And, you know, again, she didn't start this business to rank or to grow, to, to build something for herself. She started it to build it for something that she felt called that was a bigger purpose in her life. So what is your foundation? What are your priorities? You know, for me, I don't, I definitely don't always get this right, but it's putting my faith first, putting my family second. And then if there's other priorities, like when I had my traditional business, I had already invested hundreds of thousands of dollars and many, many years, I had to make that my priority until I decided to let it go and to sell it. And then lastly, it's your business. So these are great questions that you can ask yourself. And just know that, again, you can ask great questions of your customers. You can ask them, you know, hey, what product are you using right now to serve your health needs? Or like for me, like what makeup do you use? Or let me know if you'd like to be color matched. <laughs> these are all great questions that you can ask your customers. And then you can ask your entire team, like, where are you right now? What are your goals? Like, have they changed? Have your circumstances of your life changed? Another great question would be like, hey, are you coming to conference? <laughs> for us, by the time this episode airs, we will have just launched our conference tickets for our company. And so that's a question I'm going to be asking pretty much everybody on my team is like, are you coming to conference? <laughs> so that's a great question. And we'll talk about that more in a future episode. But ask great questions of yourself and ask great questions of your customers and ask great questions of your, your team. And even as I'm listening to this, I'm going to ask you guys, what is your what are your biggest problems in your business? Because that's how I know how I can help serve you for future episodes and future content. So that's something I'm, I need as a favor for you is let me know how I can help serve you and what are the biggest problems you're facing in your business. And the way that you can tell me that is you can text the word podcast to my cell number, which is 912-405-8912. And you'll get a link to a little quick survey that will actually, it'll ask that question. <laughs> and you can just fill it out and you'll also get linked into uh, you know, more info about the podcast as well as a link, a group over on Telegram that are others who are walking in the same journey with you. So text that, that word to help me help you. Okay, and finally, the last letter in the LEAD acronym is develop other leaders. 
So again, if you're listening to this and you feel called to lead and you want to grow your business beyond your own income and impact and effort, then the way you're going to do that is to develop other leaders and help them. And the way to do that, this is where I'm going to integrate two additional letters because I went back and forth. I'm like, okay, is it lead or leader? So I'm going to throw er, lead er, the E and the R. And I'm going to kind of put them underneath this, this last little D word, develop other leaders. And the E stands for encourage small wins. And the reason I say small wins, I mean, you can encourage the big wins too. Hey, if you've got somebody doing big, crazy things, like give them all the love. But the way that you're going to help them feel like just amazing, right? And the way that you can encourage them, because I want you to think of encouragement as kind of like your leadership toolkit, <laughs> where you've, you've, got, you've got like this belt around your waist. And each one of these little things is like a, a tool that you're going to break out. The E, encouraging small wins and encouragement in general, is going to be the hammer. That's the one that you're probably going to use the most in your business. And so encouraging these small wins is what's going to help others feel inspired to do what that person just did. You can encourage them privately. Like I just recently had an amazing new artist, actually Amy, that I interviewed on the podcast, who's an awesome YouTuber. She decided to dive in as an artist and integrate Saint into, into her YouTube, into her social media presence, which is totally ironic since at the time the, the podcast is called Scale Without Social. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. But when Amy joined, I knew she was capable of big things. But instead of, you know, dangling that big carrot, I helped encourage her to hit that next commission bracket. In our company, we have where you can you can earn up to 40% commissions, but it starts and it accumulates throughout the month. And so I just helped cheer her on along the way, right? And I shouted her out when she made back her kit investment and when she hit that first rank. So encouraging those small wins is going to be how you're going to build up their confidence and it's also how you're going to help other people want to do what they just did so that they can be encouraged too. So E is encourage small wins. And then finally, R is recognize the results that you want in those leaders. So essentially, if someone is you know, taking those actions, like maybe the ones who are going to your company conference, right? If you want everyone to go there, because again, another episode for another day on the importance of attending your company conference. If you want other people to go there, recognize those results. If you want more of your team to get active, recognize those that get active, not just in the month, but maybe early on in the month. If you, you know, want to leverage a company incentive or something that you have going on, you can recognize that. So that's going to be how you can develop other leaders is recognizing the results that you want from your leaders. Okay, guys. So I hope that this episode was helpful. It was really impactful and special to be able to share it at that retreat. And so thank you for listening today. And remember to kind of take this little toolkit, if you will, apply it to your business. And to summarize, the L is stands for listen for inspiration, take action by choosing faith over fear. The E stands for embrace your pace. The A stands for ask great questions. And the D stands for develop other leaders. And then we'll throw in the er on leader, and that's encourage small wins and recognize the results you want. Okay, guys, thank y'all so much for listening today or for watching this if you're watching on YouTube. And don't forget to share with a friend and leave me a review. And don't forget, you can text me anytime at 912-405-8912. And there's a list of all the little, little automations that you can text in these show notes and lots more information there. You can also check out heatherkburge.com for all kinds of information. Well, thank you guys so much. I hope you have a great week and until next time. 
I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.